Live, your number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Join me on the podcast tonight. Wait, Gobson on the pots and pans? Why, hello, Spanky. How are you? I'm bloody good yourself. It's a... Yeah, not too bad. It's, it's been, been a big, big old... Week. Geeky week. A geeky week, Ginch. Yeah. And what have you been doing this geeky this week? Just just working. Just work. Well, how's that geeky? Well, I, I've been working on videos, hence the Doctor Who video that came out this week. That was a cool video uh, where we got to meet uh, Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. Wasn't he an interesting gentleman to it's, have a talk to? And, 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 and you know, he, he wasn't just... I. You look at actors nowadays and they're just... Hollywood actors, they're just screen actors. Yeah. But this bloke's actually got talent. <laughs> you know? Is. But I mean, he's old, old fashioned, old yeah. school. Um, he was so cool to interview. He had yeah. Mel and Steve in fits of laughter yeah. um, when we were interviewing him. And, and I, yeah, what's still one of the coolest photos I've managed to get with a celebrity? He's just such a nice bloke. Yeah. Anyway, um, but talking to Doctor Who, mm. the reason that went up this week is because, of course, it was the 50th anniversary, the day of the Doctor. Um, that went to air last week. It did. Man, I'm not a Whovian, you know that, right? I've, I grew up watching some of the Tom Baker uh, episodes as a same, kid. Same, same. You and I both loved the Paul McGann yeah. movie they did yeah. back in 1996. Can you believe that's how long ago? And, and, and But yet it was based in like 1999, the millennium, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because Eric Roberts was the master in it. And, yeah. and Sylvester McCoy was actually the Doctor. At the beginning. At the beginning, yeah. he was the seventh Doctor who, yeah, yeah. who died and then Paul regenerated into Paul McGann. Because the, the, the Americans were there. Oh, I can't hear a heartbeat. Yeah, but he's got two hearts and, and they, yeah. they shock him. And he, and he still remembers. In the beginning of it, he's awake and talking to them, going, No, 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 no. And yet they're still. <laughs> if you're a doctor and someone says, No, I'm okay. Yeah, you don't go and You don't do... need to give them fucking the, the paddles. The paddles. I'd be paddling them after that. Fucking crazy doctors. Um, but anyway, I, you know, as I say, once again, on the record, yep. not a Hoovian. Never yep. have been. Yep. I think I will be now, Ginch. I watched really? Day of the Doctor, man. I, like, as a newbie, yeah. I picked it up straight away. I, and I, it fascinated me enough that I want to go and watch the David so Tennant and the Matt Smith So they didn't run. go into any details? Oh, well, if you had been part there's of hints, it since the beginning of this episode, there's you would have been right. of things. Yeah. Um, there's even flashbacks to the very early stuff. Yeah. As in, like, little nods to very okay. early early lore, apparently. Yeah. Oh, since I've, so I've been told uh, since watching it. But... I really enjoyed it as a noob, yeah. and it makes me now want to go back and watch. Like, I'll start with Christopher Eccleston, yeah. and I'll probably work my way through. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, it, was, it intrigued me. It it's good. good. It's good that they they've kind of done it almost like a one shot where you could jump on. This is a good jumping on point. It was just a thoroughly fun story, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it, it, I liked it. But anyway, what I did also, I watched Night of the Doctor. Which is that, the webisode that they did. And it's like five minutes or something, is it? Or is it a bit longer um, oh, than that? Four, four, four or five, yeah. yeah. And, and what it is, is essentially, it's, it kind of bridges the gap where it, it's Paul McGann as yep, the Doctor. Yep, yep. Him dying yep. and regenerating into the War Doctor, which is played in Day of the Doctor by John Hurt. Yeah. A legendary British actor. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's the start of that. Yeah. And it kind of bridges the gap there a little bit. But Do you think they're going to bring that into there's rumors. the next... Series? There are rumours, actually, sir, that yeah. um, they're, they're thinking about a possible spin-off series with Paul McGann following his adventures as the Eighth Doctor because it's, yeah. it's never been chronicled. Fuck yeah. Yeah, because it just kind of jumps from him to Christopher Eccleston yeah. and there's nothing in between, yep. you know, yep. um, apart from the movie. So there's, there's talk that that could be a, a potential thing, a spin-off yeah, there. Man. I'd watch it because Paul yeah. McGann, he was yeah. just a cool doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him. But anyway, uh, there you go. So that was my little nerdy, geeky thing this And when week. have you ever seen Doctor Who riding a fucking motorbike? That's right, dude. Yeah. That's fucking right. Yes. Which I'm pretty sure he probably did somewhere in the series Shh. earlier on. Just... John Pertwee actually used to use... Um, here's a lot of his series I've since found out. Back in the... What was that? The very late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Um, the TARDIS was... He was uh, like... Um, what do you call it? Stuck on Earth for yeah. most of his run. Mm-hmm. And the TARDIS was barely used. He used to run... That's when, Remember the little yellow car and all that kind of shit? 
Oh, As a kid, you might remember some flashbacks I, I, to the old I, yellow car. In the back of my mind, I can see a flash of something. But yeah, well, he he used a lot of different vehicles. He even had the Hoomobile. Now, now I saw something on Facebook this week. Uh, it, it might tie into the docu- the doco drama that they also made. Where they, An adventure in time and space. Yeah, yeah. It, is is my understanding that when they first did it, that Doctor Who was used as an educational. Well, they well they wanted to try and kind of educate the kids, but entertain them as well. Yeah. Yep. Um. And so it kind of I guess it tr- had a little bit of that, a little bit of science stuff to it, but that yep. kind of the and drama his, took and history? over. history. Yeah, yeah. The drama took over because they didn't want it to be just the kind of monster of the week or. Yep. Bug-eyed, the Sydney, whatever his name was, the guy in charge of, of that TV div, uh, division. He was yep. a Canadian. Yep, yep. And he flat out said, "I don't want bug-eyed monsters in there. Yeah, you know, and I don't want big robots." But they had the Cybermen. Really? That, yeah, and then and the Dalek. Like he at first, he's like, "No," yeah. and then they went, "This will work." No, and then it turned out to be one of the BBC's biggest uh, marketing things, like mm. the, the the merchandise they spun well, out. Everyone of knows what a Dalek is. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, I'm not going to do the voice because I can't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but so that was my thing this yep. week. I watched those. I thought they were really, really cool. Yep. And it's inspired me to get a bit more geeky and become a bit of a Whovian. So really, yeah, really? Um, yeah. Uh, Daniel was trying to get me into it beforehand, and um, I kind of was like, mm. and now I'm kind of like, bring over the DVDs. Let's All right. Make now, a thing now, of this. now that she's converted you, what have you converted her to? Um, I'm just trying to think. Probably, I'm hoping to convert it to well, more could, Kevin could be, Smith stuff. Could be to stuff that we shouldn't be talking about on the podcast. What, like Kevin Smith? No, <laughs> something else. Um, I don't know. She's getting me onto Fringe. I, yeah. I reckon Deadwood. Well, there's two things she's crossed you yeah, over to, dude. I reckon I'll get her onto Deadwood. You reckon? Yeah. I mean, once she's uh, been introduced to the joys that are Al Swearingen, <laughs> um, <laughs> I reckon, yeah, well, you've, you know, you've watched Deadwood yourself? I, 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 I neither confirm nor deny. Have you? Ian McShane is... There, there, um, there is a C word in that that I'm not allowed to say on Oh, this they, they use it all the time. They yeah. drop the C word all the so, time. So, what, so why are they allowed to and yet I'm not... Because you, you're just not allowed to. Okay. But um, Ian McShane plays Al Swearingen yep. and he is like just the most awesome kick-ass character. And of course, uh, of course uh, Timothy Oliphant playing uh, Bullock. Yeah. Yeah, so... Hmm. Which he then kind of plays a similar character later on in Justified, which is set in the modern day. Bit of a stretch for the character, isn't There's he? two series. I'm going to get her to watch Justified... And um and and uh, what was that one? Deadwood. There right. you go, Danielle. If you're listening, you've converted me to a Hoovian and, and into Fringe. So that's 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 You'll the deal now. Westerns. You'll be watching some westerns. All right. There you go. You know what I did watch this week too? What's Retro that? time. I watched Ladyhawk from the eighties. You ever watched that? No. Michelle no, I Pfeiffer. Uh, now, y- y- you told me earlier. What was his name? How do you pronounce it? I don't know. R- 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 Rutger Hauer. Isn't it Rutger Hauer? Rutger Hauer. Yeah. Whatever, he was I young always, then. I always remember him. He was in a movie called um, uh, Blind Fury, I yeah. think it was, where he's uh, he was teach he was taught to be, uh, I think, um, in Vietnam. He was taught to be like a samurai. Yeah. And he goes back to America, and he's blind from Vietnam, and he's, you know, sort of walking the... The Highways of America. Yeah. And is helping people. Cool movie. A fucking great movie, man. Sweet. Is it from the 80s? But he's blind. Well? He's blind, but he's fighting bloody... Well, I'm picking that up with from sap- what you're telling with, me. Sap- with samurai swords and bloody ninjuring and everything, man. Ah, sweet. Well, anyway, he, he plays like the main, one of the main characters in, yep. in this in Ladyhawk. Yep. And uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, mm. who you look at her, you go, she must be like 20. She's actually like 27 or something like that. Yeah. Like she, she's a little bit older than what you think. And the young Matthew Broderick. Holy hell! Yeah. Like he was, he was young when this was made. It was 85, 1985 was made. Would this would this be before or after old um, Ferris Bueller's Day yeah. Off? It came, Ferris Bueller's Day Off came later. Ah, yeah, yeah, far out, man. And Alfred Molina, he's in it as well. Jeez, he'd, he'd 
Well, I was going to say he'd be young there, but he'd be looking younger than we've oh, ever, ever seen him. I think he was around about 27, 26, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, but anyway, really good film. So a very synth-heavy soundtrack to it, you know, that uh, 80s synth. When you, when you mention that, I, I always remember, is it uh, Gallipoli yep. with uh, Mel Gibson in it? Uh-huh. And his movie where it's based in, you know, World, World War One, and yet you've got synth. Music yeah. in it, and you're like, oh. It takes you out of the film a little oh, bit, doesn't it? I, I'm waiting for fucking Duran Duran to pop up from behind a fucking <laughs> a trench, you know? Yeah. A flock of seagulls fucking uh, hairdo on some bastard walk past. A little bit of talking just, heads or something do- like that. It doesn't feel, it doesn't fit in, you know? doesn't fit in, Jim. It doesn't, it's not right. It's just not, not right. That's just not cricket. Yeah. Ladyhawk. Um, Ladyhawk. So there you go. You know what? And, and I said to Daniel, I was going to talk about I was going to give it a bit of a review. Um, honestly, out of five, Geek's Beat rating out of five, I give it four. Yeah. It was quite an enjoyable film. Mm. Yeah, just sitting back on the couch watching that. And, um, you know, as I said, 80s kind of soundtrack, but it's just action, you know, a bit of sword and sorcery kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. So four, four out of five, Geek's Beat rating there okay, for me. Cool. I thought you'd seen it. I thought no. one day we talked about it and you said you'd seen no, it. No, never. You'll have to watch it. Really? It's pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, I know you're not going to watch the next thing I'm going to talk about. What are you going to talk about? Uh, Hunger Games. Oh, the second Hunger really? Games. Really? Catches fire. You went and saw that? I d- you you know paid what? money to see that? I did. And you know what? I didn't mind it. Like, I watched the first one and I went, oh, yeah, it's got like. I um, was told that there was a lot of bloody romance in Woody, it. Woody Harold, which one? Ca- um, Hunger Games. The, which, the first or the second? No, the one you went and, and saw. The second one? Yeah. There's a bit of romance in it. Yeah, it's a little bit lovey, but it's all what right. What the fuck, man? But there's action in it too, dude. Like, they're killing each go other. Go watch a fucking Julia Roberts movie you want romance. No, uh, no, I don't want to watch Julia Roberts. Well, you went, and, you, went and, you went and saw a romance movie last night. It had action in it. It had Woody Harrelson. You know what? Fucking, it's got Lenny Kravitz in it, dude. It's yeah. Lenny Kravitz. And Donald Sutherland. He plays like the president. He's a real prick. Yeah? Yeah. Have yeah. You, so you've never watched any of the Hunger Games films? No. Well, there's only two of them anyway, but and there's a third, I think, which finishes off and it'll come out in a couple of years, but yeah. quite fucking good. Yeah? Yeah. I'd give it four out of five. The whole premise of it is kids fighting, right? The first one is, this one here, they actually dragged like, the champions from the fir- like from the previous Hunger yep, Games, because yep. they're worried that Rebellion's going to kick in right, across okay. all the, the 13 dist- districts or whatever yep, it is, yep. and so, um, and Katniss, the chick who won yep. like in, in the first movie, because yep, yep. she steps in for a Mystique. young sister. She plays Mystique in X-Men yeah. First Class, yeah. yeah. Um, good call, Ginge. Anyway, so like they're worried that she's becoming like a, a symbol for rebellion. Yep. So he's like, we, we need to bump her off, but we can't just bump her off. So, and, and you know, like we need to show the people we are in charge, the capital's in charge. Mm. So they kind of go, all the previous winners um, from, from each district, yep. you're going to go in and it's going to be like a special game. So it's going to be an all-star. Kind of, essentially, yeah. Right. Right. So it's Survivor, all but, stars, kind of. But so, so they're, the a bit, they're a little bit older and, and all that in it. Yeah. Anyway, you kind of you start watching. Go, this is kind of cool. Mm. And then they like they go into the, like essentially the dome kind of area, like the fight area, and, yep. and the fights are kind of cool. And there's like poisonous fog and all this kind of shit. And, okay. Um, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to ruin it. But the ending, I didn't see that coming. You didn't see. I've it never coming. read the books. Yeah. So, but I didn't see the ending coming. I sat there and went, "Oh fuck, yeah." Some and someone mentioned to me that it just ended. It didn't really conclude of anything. It just no, stopped. No, no, because it's setting up for the next film. Yeah. Yeah. Which which I will say this. Rebellion. There you go. Spoiler alert, fucker. Spoiler. Um, I want to talk... Out of four? About, uh, what, out of four? Out of five? For, uh, uh, sorry, out of five. Fuck, I, was, I said I was going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a... Uh, I'm going to give it four and a half. Yeah? Yeah, four and a half. It was, was good. good. I, I really enjoyed it. We went to the late sesh, so... Mm. But still had fucking teenagers in there, Ginger, oh. carrying on like pork chops. Yeah. I must be getting old and grumpy. <laughs> Or, 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 and not or, once did a fucking usher come in to chip any of the bastards either. <laughs> Getting old and grumpy. We've things. mentioned this before plenty of times. 
It's fucking, you know, it's like they say have the ad there, like turn off your phone. Yep. Right? What they yep. ought to do is also have turn off your phone and please turn off your fucking mouth. Don't yeah. talk through a film. <laughs> anyway, um, I want to talk about Thor, The Dark World. I went and saw that. You still haven't seen it? No, I haven't. Okay. You know the lovely Lady Sif? Yes. Played by Jamie, Jamie Alexander. Alexander. She's gone up a notch in my book, Ginger. We got to meet her when she was at uh, Gold Coast Supernova. Last year, that's right. Uh, 2012, we got to meet her. She, she had was... really short hair. At that stage, for the she was doing a a, 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 um, a film with, with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right, she? she was too. That has not actually been released yet, if yeah, I'm yeah, correct. No, it is. I'm sure it is. It's uh, the Last Stand. What was it? That one? Because I I was under the impression she was in another movie called The Tomb. I don't know. Was she? And that movie hasn't come. We'll out have yet. to do some research. Mm. Uh, anyway, she's gone up a notch in my book. Yep. Now you know why? Why? Because she surprised some kids at a children's hospital in LA. Who you know they won't get to go home and spend um, Thanksgiving all the yeah. holidays with their families. Yeah, Poor little right. buggers. Yep. Okay. Yep. So um, she rocked up, but better yet, she rocked up in character as Lady Sif. Good on her. Yep. Oh, uh, for these little uh, Thor fans, they got a bit of extra Sif in their lives because she showed up in full as Guardian Regalia. Uh, bought some gifts, took some pics, and signed some autographs for the uh, the kids. It's pretty awesome to see our fictional superheroes turning into real-life superheroes, Ginge, especially when they're helping out little kids like that stuck in hospital. Would, just... would she have signed the autograph as Lady Sif? Maybe. I don't or know. as Jamie Alexander? Because if she's playing the character, she's got to go the whole hog. Yeah. She can't just say, oh, I'll, I'll sign this as Jamie. I don't know, but you know what? Fucking good on her. And, and I love, like, Ron Perlman's done it. Yep. Um who else you had? Like, I think Tom Hilson's done some of that kind of stuff. He's rocked up. Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, helped a few kids out and, and dressed up as Iron Man and all that kind of stuff. Christian and Bale and, and uh, Adam uh, West. Have they? There you they go. may not have been, been in costume, but they've definitely rocked they've up. They've rocked up to the kids' hospital. So yeah. good on them, I tell you. That's, that's fantastic to see. I do like that kind of thing. And speaking of Marvel, big fella. Mm-hmm. Um, remember we've talked about it on the podcast before uh, Brendan always gets shits with me Because I got to go and see <laughs> The uh, Batman uh, Arena Spectacular yes. When I was over in London uh, Back the, in 20, the, the, 2011 this, And that, that had everything Everyone and everything in it From the it? Batman universe yeah. Oh it was fantastic And the All Batmobile the villains. Batmobile was amazing the, set, the sets and the props Were just phenomenal yeah. dude and It was at the O2 Arena in London mm. So uh, it was my first time ever in London First time at the O2 yeah. Awesome fucking stadium okay. Really really cool um, but anyway, I got to see that, and I just wigged out. I was like, holy fuck, it took me about, you know. I, I turned 30 a couple of days later. I felt like a 13-year-old sitting there when I first yeah. got into Batman. Yeah. Sitting there watching it, and it just, you know, it just transports you into, like, the pages of the comic. Yeah. It's really cool. But anyway, Marvel Comics, not to be outdone. Taking a leaf on the out of the bandwagon. book. Um, Marvel Universe Live is touring a stage show, and it teases, uh, some of the early teasers promise nearly every Marvel Universe hero mm. in the show, okay? Yeah. Now, so from the looks of it, Marvel and Feld Entertainment's new Marvel Universe Live stage show is going to be more than just people in costumes singing and dancing. There's going to be some serious stunt work in the show. From what they're promising, it's a huge cast of characters. Um, now, the show hits the road next summer in the US. What's that, June, July? June, July, yep. Uh, Andy Armstrong, the stunt coordinator for several of Marvel's films, is handling the stunts on the show. Mm. And it's the first time you'll see just about every Marvel Universe hero in one arena at one time, he's quoted as saying. Now, you can actually get onto their website and also through YouTube and watch some of the vision of them uh, practicing, practicing what they're doing. And there's a big light up. Did you see um, Thor's hammer? No, uh, yeah, big, yeah, cool, yeah. Like glowing Thor's yeah. hammer and everything And you else. were mentioning that there was there was a lot of stunts and then stunts where people are on uh, BMX BMXs bikes. and stuff like that, yeah. Um, and also, they've, I've seen pictures of the girl, some of the girls cast like for Black Widow um, Lady, um, Captain Marvel Captain Marvel um, Pepper Potts Black Cat yeah um, so a lot of the female heroes and I tell you what man holy there are some 
awesome, um, fit-looking girls, and they're dancers, but they're not just dancers. They also do like um, like stunt work. Yeah, they've cast them in the roles, and, and, the co- um, and they're, they're all, all in it. And all the costume design looks like it's taken straight from the comics. From the they comics, haven't, they haven't gone crazy like old. Um, they haven't based it on the movie side of things. Yeah. They're making it more the comic side of things. And it looks and and, and like uh, that uh, Spider-Man turn off the dark. They kind of went crazy. Changing what the costumes look like yeah, from the comics. Yep. They've actually with this, they've just taken it. Straight well, that's been from an absolute flop. That thing. That's it's it's like sixty million in debt or something. Which is, like that. Uh, I think this week they announced that it's it's uh, stopping being in Broadway. Oh, it is it shut down? And it's being taken to Vegas. Oh shit! There you go. Well, you know, they probably do better in Vegas. I, I, was, I was about to say Vegas. There, you could actually get a theater that was built for it. You know, yeah. like what you know, there, there, there was what more than a handful of people that died performing it. Which is kind of weird when you think about it, because Disney don't like gambling. They hate the whole gambling aspect. Well, Disney own Marvel. Marvel's yeah. going to send it to um, to Las Vegas. Hmm, a little bit weird. Well. But anyway, um, speaking of weird, well, it's not really weird, well, but you know what, Ginge? They can't send it to any casinos in, in, in Florida because they've kicked up the stink they about it. They did about the we slot machines that and everything. Week. That's right. Um, speaking of weird, can you hear those bells, Ginge? Is that Santa's sleigh bell what? right here? Can you hear that? Um, December already? It, it is. Man, it, it is. I saw the date today and I went, what the hell? <laughs> it's it's like it's like yeah. Well, when you sent me this, I went, "What the hell?" And I said, "Ginger, what this is a gift." Yes. Um, there is a replica mm-hmm. of the 1989 Tim Burton Batmobile from yes. the Michael, you know, the Michael Keaton got to drive. Uh, now, this extremely well conceived tribute to the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman film. Uh, this Batmobile was made for promotional purposes and has been on display uh, on display. Sorry, many exhibitions and motor shows. This is in the UK. Yep. it's up. For sale. Yes. Okay. This now, is a real Batmobile. This, this is, is a real this one. Is, this is no bullshit replica. Uh, let's just Hell put it behind glass. No. no. I'll read a couple of the, yeah. the stats out for you. It comes complete on a bespoke chassis powered by a straight six fuel injected modern Jaguar 3.2 litre engine with automatic transmission. Now, now, while you're mentioning that, I read the specs and it said it can go from zero to 96 kilometres an hour in 3.7 seconds. That's not fucking bad because the rest of them are always kind of like an old puttering motor and they just yeah. get them around like in, a theme park. In, in the movie, they actually had to speed up the the, the footage. footage. If you notice, that so the slow. leaves the leaves are flowing very quickly. Yeah. Um, now, this special crime fighting uh, vehicle has all the special gadgets in there, including fully operational flamethrower at the yes. rear, hydraulic suspension enabling the car to be lifted further nine inches off the ground, yep. a smoke release mechanism, <laughs> full, a remote full uh, releasing electronic canopy, like in mm, the movie. You know, yeah, slides awesome. forward. Yeah. Um, what else have we got in there? Remote ignition and full LED running lights, dashboard display, and front and rear cameras complete that whole car, okay? Yes. The vehicle is believed to be one of the best after-production fully road-legal models ever made. Mm. The mileage is particularly low on this one because it's been mainly transported from venue to venue on yep. like the back of a truck, yep, yep, yep. and is described by the guy selling it over there as in excellent running order. Guess what they reckon this one's going to go for? No idea. Between 70000 to 90000 Pounds, Ginge. Pounds, not dollars, not dollarinos. You know what? Everyone that, that, that's ever listened to Geekspeak or ever watched an episode of Geekspeak, if they put their money together, it wouldn't be a lot of money to need to put in from each person. You reckon? Yeah. I don't reckon we'd still get 90,000 pounds, yeah. Ginge. Maybe we should do a Kickstarter. Yeah, what? Just to just help to fund us it. buy it. Yeah. 
Yeah, fuck it. I'll be in on that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, is... I don't know what we can do in, in return for well, people that, that donate money. Well, I'm putting that on my Christmas wish list. Yeah. Okay. So, Ginger, I'm looking at you, you tight-ass bastard. Buy that for me. <laughs> Did you buy that for me? <laughs> fuck you. Look at your voice going high. You know, I'm... I know when you're bullshitting. Do you think I'm lying that I've already bought it? Um, (laughs) If I had the money to buy that, I'd also be going across to America to Profiles in History. They're the guys that do that that, uh, that TV series about uh, tracking down Hollywood... um, uh, you know, things in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. They have got uh, the Batman Returns costume, oh. Michael Keaton costume. Oh. Yeah, it's going up for uh, auction this month. I want it, Ginge. You'd, ha- you'd have to wear that costume while driving that car. Would, would, would you, can't, either, you can't just drive the car wearing regular civilian clothes. Would either of us fit in that costume, you reckon? I don't know, man. Mm, it'd be cool, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I want to talk about, speaking about cool stuff, and it's also Batman-related. Yeah. I know it's a little bit Batman-heavy. Um, have you seen the pictures for the Batman Arkham City Nightwing Arsenal I one-to-one have. scale replica? I have, yes. If you've got a copy of previews that you find in most of your local comic book yep. stores, yeah, yep. it's the catalog, comic shop catalog. Um, in the latest previews, actually page 431 to be exact, if you just want to flick straight through it, yep. um, they have listed down there the Batman Arkham City Nightwing Arsenal one-to-one scale replica. Just like from Tri- the computer game. That's right. Triforce proudly presents the official licensed Batman Arkham City Nightwing full arsenal. Uh, Muscularly sculpted and painted by the artisans at Triforce, the end result is the most authentic representation of this weapon available on the market. Mm. The Nightwing Arsenal um, replica is hand-finished and hand-painted to precision quality, okay? Intricately crafted and cast in polystone, it features working LED effects to mimic the pulse and electric charge held within the um, you know these fighting sticks he yeah, uses. Yep. Uh, weighing at thirty pounds, this replica measures you know it's twenty four inches tall and twenty four wide, twenty two inches deep. Okay. Um, now this one here is uh, very limited. It's a worldwide run. Um, now it's meant to be shipping September next year, so you got plenty of time to get in order. Plenty of time for dollars. my birthday in September next year. You're fucking not getting it, Ginge. Um, well, I'm not buying it for you. Maybe your missus will. <laughs> I tell you what, though, do you should see. It's got the little darts in there. It's got the Robins, the old Robin symbol. Yes. Um, it's got like a thing from uh, Haley Circus. In it, it just looks fucking awesome. This is the most sweet ass looking replica. Um, if you're I don't a fan know of the game, price though. And if you're Can't a fan of the game, price. if you're a fan of the game, you're gonna want that on your shelf because it just looks freaking. And awesome. it glows, man. It yeah, does. They, it they looks... all light up. Yeah, oh, I want one. I it, really, really want it's one. It's an amazing looking, you know, replica. There you go. As I said, page 431 of your latest previews yeah, magazine. Yeah, check it out, man. If you're in a comic book store somewhere, uh, go and have a little well, look. Well, let's just say, if everyone that's ever listened or watched Geek Speak, if they all put their money that together, one we could that would be a lot it. cheaper than buying the Batmobile. <laughs> that one we could. Or the Bat costume. Maybe we could actually uh, get uh, a Kickstarter going for it and say we're doing a film, like a fan film. Yeah. Who's going to play Nightwing? You or me? Neither of us. It's not going to be me. <laughs> I'll play the guy in the alleyway, the drunk guy in the alleyway. The, 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 the Nightwing runs past yeah. and kicks while he's going past him. Kicks over my chains, Tim. Yeah. Um, hitting the comic book shells this week, gents. Yep. A couple of quick ones. Cool. Uh, Terminator Salvation, Final Battle, number one from Dark Horse Comics. Mm-hmm. That's hitting the shells this week. Um, have we talked about before about the DC Essentials? I the DC don't Comics know if you did. Okay, they're like um, I think they retail for like a buck fifty, two bucks or something like that yep. here in Australia. Yep. Um, what they are is essentially it's the first issue of different series. Mm-hmm. So they've bought out like the Batman, uh, Greg Capullo, Scott Snyder, first Batman issue. And okay, you pick it up for like two bucks. Yep. If you like it, then you go. The idea is you go and buy the graphic novel, the collected cool. edition. Okay. This Bit week, of a taste, taste. It's, a, it's a taste test, and it's cheap. Like you're not spending a hell of a lot of money to pick up some of these series. If you like them, you go, yeah, fuck it, I'll buy the graphic yeah, novel. Sure, yeah. um, the DC Comics Essentials Watchmen number one hits the shelves this week. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Savage Hawkman Volume 2 is called Wanted. That's okay. from the New 52 relaunch. Uh, it's one of the books that got canned. It's not around anymore, That's Savage Hawkman. disappointing, man. It was actually not a bad series. Yeah. I, I quite enjoyed it. Tony, uh, Tony Daniel, I think, was uh, writing that one. Yeah. Um, and if you're a collectibles nut like we are, the Batman Black and White Batman Arkham Origins statue hits uh, shop shelves this mm-hmm. week. It is freaking awesome. Cool, but man. here's something for the ladies, Ginge. Okay. Girls. Uh, a lot of girls love those. You know, you've you got what they call a, f- a forever box. That's like those things that they put jewelry in, jewelry or little knickknacks or whatever. And it's yep. got like a like a figurine on top, something on top, yeah, something on top. Um, DC have re- are releasing the Super Best Friends Forever box set now. You can buy them individually. There's three in this series called uh, you got Batgirl, Supergirl, and Wonder Girl. Okay, they are funky, right? Yeah, um, they are wicked looking little things. And you got the little thing on top, and you lift it off, and you put jewelry or whatever yep. else in there. Mm-hmm. So that's something you can either for your daughter, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever. If they're a geek girl, I'm sure they're going to love that. You could you could hide whatever. In it. That's right, and they're out in time for Christmas. Yeah, how fucking cool is that? Carbon Grey from Image Comics number. Now that's Car- awesome. Carbon Grey Check Volume out, Three. People. It's the first issue of Volume Three. It's yep. hitting the shelves. Uh, Ghosted Volume One from Image Comics as well. A great graphic novel that's going to hit the shelves this week. Yep. If you're a Marvel fan and you're a Spidey fan, Amazing Spider-Man seven hundred point one. These are the issues that apparently have uh, Peter Parker back in them. Um, there's five of them, I think, all in total. Seven hundred point one through to point five. Mm-hmm. They're hitting the shelves. Avengers: The Enemy. Within graphic novel is hitting the shelves, and uh, if you're a Deadpool fan, admit it. Who the fuck isn't? Honestly, it's Deadpool. He's hey. cool. Uh, he's the Merc with a mouth. Deadpool kills Deadpool. The graphic novel collected edition is hitting the shelves this week as well. Mm. We've talked about on the podcast before about Grim Fairy Tales from yes. Xenoscope. Yes, we have. Just in time for the holidays, Grim Fairy Tales 2013 holiday special is hitting the shelves this mm-hmm. week. But if you're looking for something a little bit more meaty from Xenoscope, uh, check out the Grim Fairy Tales Neverland uh, collected edition. That is also hitting the shelves this week at your local comic book store. Make sure you pop along, support your local comic book store, and buy some cool shit. And while you are at your local comic shop... If they're a really good local comic book store... If they're not flip tables, flip shit, tables, what the hell, man? Shit in your hand and fling it. Actually, no, what don't do that. Fuck? We don't support that. That's a little bit rough, someone doing that. But the fantastic guys, the Purcell brothers from Winter mm. City Productions, they have launched issue number seven of Winter City. It is on bookshelves right now. You can also buy it, I think, online, direct from their website. Cool. Um, it is wicked, Ginger. I've checked it out. I love it. Hats off to the Purcell brothers. They've done another great fucking job. You, you, you've been waiting for this with bated breath. I've had customers hounding me for the last couple of weeks. Going, is it in yet? Is it in yet? Is it in yet? And I keep going, it's, it's coming. It's coming. They're like, so it's fucking Christmas, motherfucker. Um, and, th- and then you go, well, just well, in time just for in Christmas. Time. And you can also, uh, well, you can pick it up if you want for a stocking stuff. Yeah. Just don't wrinkle or, it or shove it in the stocking. Or, and maybe not for the, for the younger Children, no, no, maybe. no, no. But I tell you what, um, that's all seven issues at the moment should be on shelf. I know in my store we've got them all on shelf at once. They're just and, sitting right um, over there. They're there. I'm looking at it right now. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, and Ace Comics also released a. Uh, they had that competition that's earlier right. this year. Yep, yep, yep. And all, all these different up and coming young creators around Australia um, submitted work into it, and you can now buy that book. It's Ace Comics have got it. Um, I know uh, Kaboom Comics and Toowoomba stocking it. Mm-hmm. There's some other stores around the place that have picked it up as well. Yeah, and there are a number of great little short stories, a little profile about the uh, the creators in there as well uh, with each story. It's it's good to see. It's a good initiative. Retails for fourteen ninety five. Pick it up, have a look at it, and um, I'm pretty sure you can even get it. Uh, contact Ace comics and games in Brisbane through yeah. their Facebook pages or their website and uh, if you're out of town if you can't get it at your comic shop I'm sure they will post it to you maybe we should do that for next year so that we can get published as comic uh, writers and artists what an anthology book no 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 no, no. we'll we, we, we'll, uh, go into that competition 
How are we going to do it? I'm not an artist. Well, neither am I, but... I mean, you know. we're a bullshit artist, I, but... I, I know how to use Photoshop. <laughs> we'll do a photo comic. Yeah. It's been done before. Why can't we That's do right. it? That's right. People actually pay for photo comics in... in uh, they do? In th- th- there's been ones in previews? There's a market for us, Ginge. There is. I like that idea. Anyway, uh, kicking along. That's our, our, our stuff for hitting comic book shelves this week. All the new stuff. This story scared the fuck out of me when you <clears> sent it to me today, you son of a bitch. All right, everyone. And Tony Davidson. Yes. Right? The creator of Little Geeks, who does cartoons based on us and that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Tony has sent me a couple of pictures lately. And Tony, you're, you're a great guy, but you're a mad fuck. Don't send me clown pictures, all right? Scary clowns. You know I hate clowns. Especially at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, when my phone goes off and I roll over and there's a fucking clown picture looking at me. (laughs) Stop it, Tony. Anyway, you sent what me... Would that, what would that sound like? What? You roll over and see a clown... Okay, you, it's, 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 it's a bit like this. Are you ready It's four this? o'clock in the morning and it goes, bing bong. <laughs> like that. <clears throat> that was loud in my ears. Uh, I think I just fucked my throat, actually. Anyway, um, <laughs> a, police for, a police force member has told members of the public... This is in no- uh, Norfolk. And we all know that there over is... Over in, in, in England. And in Norfolk, um, there is the uh, the clown. The clown. That's been getting around. Uh, the police have told members of the public to ignore people dressed as clowns if they meet them in the street. Norfolk police received a report from a member of the public alarmed by a clown sighting in Gaywood near Kings Lynn on Tuesday evening. The suspect was wearing... It was described as wearing a full clown outfit with yes. a red suit and red hair. Jim, okay. What were you done over in Norfolk? Fuck you. The following evening, the force received a similar report after two clowns were spotted near a skate They're multiplying. In the town. These people wore Halloween-type clown masks. In both cases, the callers reported being alarmed and being chased a short way up the road. It follows recent reports of the circus characters scaring people in Northampton. Mm. Superintendent Carl Edwards said no one had been injured or assaulted. He added that it seemed whoever was behind the makeup was probably trying to shock people and it was best not to give them attention. Officers would patrol the areas where the reports had been made and if they found any clowns, they would offer strong words of advice, he said. Firstly, I'd like to stress that it isn't against the law to dress up as a clown, <laughs> but it fucking well ought to be. <laughs> Nobody has been assaulted and it appears that the people involved are waiting for a passerby to be startled by their appearance and run away. Then the clown runs after them for a short distance, probably because these big fucking clown shoes <laughs> aren't good for running in. We all know there's been a lot of gossip and conversations about this on social media channels, not just in Norfolk, so mm. it's uh, important to gain a perspective on these incidences. We appreciate that people can worry, especially the young or elderly, or Todd Bailey. The most effective way to behave if you are if you see someone dressed uh, up as a clown is to give no reaction because that's what they are after. So, jeans. Apparently, I'm not to scream, shit my pants, and cry in the corner. Okay. Is is that only if you're in Norfolk? No, because I tell you what, you got to do it everywhere you are. Ho- let's hope this does not become a fucking epidemic of pe- well, idiots dressed up as clowns. I think this is worse than an epidemic. This is a pandemic, man. <laughs> this is something that's gonna gonna go from continent to continent. It'll and just spread. get worse and worse, just like the zombie infection. If I see any of these fuckers in downtown uh, Toowoomba here in Queensland or in Brisbane or the Gold Coast yep. when I'm out and about, yep. I swear to Christ. You will see me shitting my pants and crying in the corner. I hate clowns, Jim. Especially when it's like 11 o'clock at night and it's dark and they're just one of them standing in the middle of the road. You know, there's nothing worse than a big nose and bright red hair that's all unkempt. Actually, you know what? It looks a bit like you. It looks looks a bit like you early hours of the morning when you wake up with a shock. But I'm I'm never dressed in the white mimes outfit. No, but if um, if you've had a big night out, you do look a bit pale. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. (laughs) Only you don't have clowns. Why would you want to? dress up as a clown 
and scare people. I don't fucking know. Like, like, why what, would anyone? What, like, are, they, what are they getting out of it? Did you see someone posted the photos this week mm. uh, of again? I've seen them once before of yeah. uh, the original Ronald McDonald from the nineteen sixties. From yes, the very very original. We had the cup for a nose. He and, was one scary ass motherfucker. Yeah, I, yeah. If you went in and, and that come across again, you go, would you like a Happy Meal, child? I would scream. And they've right? got they've got uh, the original TV commercial, the black and white TV commercial. It was scary. With him as in fuck. It too, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. What you need to do. What you need to do is track down the original opening day of Disneyland. Yeah. Where the the costumes of Mickey and Minnie. They look nothing like no. the Mickey and Minnie we know today. And they look fucking freaky as shit. But I've since found out that Disneyland didn't even make them costumes themselves. They hired, they them, hired them from someone. From like, just like a, a costume design so, company. So who's, for a start, who's... Building costumes that look that freaky for a start. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen, weird pro- shit, I've seen some weird motherfucking costumes, Jins, in my time. Um, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Matthew Wolf, mm-hmm. creator of Surviving Zombies. It's yes. a web- webcomic. You can go along on Facebook and check out Surviving Com- uh, Surviving Zombies with uh, Wolf and Friends. Yes. Okay, look for that. And he posts the comic on there. It's like a little uh, strip comic. Yep. Um, and I tell you, what, he's up to uh, uh, lesson four. It's like lessons on surviving the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And he's up to lesson four at the moment. It's yep. funny as hell. And Matt does a great. He writes and draws it. And uh, Kaboom Comics and Toowoomba are now posting on their Facebook page. Uh, they're exclusive with yeah. uh, with Matt Wolf uh, yeah. for putting it on the on the comic book comic book shop page there. So if you want a funny little read about surviving the zombie apocalypse, check it on out. And and kudos to Matt Wolf. God, he does a good job. Yes, yes. The so, artwork's um, amazing. Too, it is. Yeah. It's really fantastic. It's getting a good response yep. all around. So uh, make sure we might even have to post a link on the yeah, uh, yeah, why not? Geekspeak Facebook page. Yep. Uh, let's do that. Let's give that a shout Surviving out. Zombies with Wolf and, and Friends. Friends. Check uh, it out on Facebook. It's wicked. Um, and I also want to give a quick shout out to Comic Gong. Now, it's a comic and pop culture festival created by the Wollongong City Libraries to promote comic culture and local comic artists. Mm-hmm. How fucking awesome is this, Jins? That a local council down south yeah. has gone, we like comics, we want to support local creators, yep. let's organise a pop culture festival ourselves. Now, it's not commercially run no. or anything like that. It's there to promote local um, comic artists and promote comic culture. That is fantastic. Kudos to whoever came up with that at the Wollongong City Libraries. They need a medal for that kind of and the, stuff. And, the, and this is a region. Well, I, I was going to say regional. It, it's not necessarily a regional. It's not. Area, Have you ever but- been to Wollongong? No, it's not bad. It's a, it's a it's a working kind of city. Like it was always known for its uh, steel mills and all yep. that kind of stuff. You know? But it, it's it's not a capital city. No, which which is it's it's interesting that it's taken someone outside of those main cities to come up with these ideas. Yeah, you don't see you don't see them doing it in Sydney. You don't see them doing it in Melbourne. Like this is Wollongong. It's yeah. below Sydney. Yeah, you know what? Um, I'd like to see it spread. Yeah, and you were saying earlier you'd like to see like someone in Melbourne pick it up. Brisbane, Gold yeah. Coast. Um, Even some of the regional cities. If you're a librarian and you're listening to, to Geekspeak, um, have a crack at it yourself. Maybe talk your librarian to do it. It doesn't yeah. have to be on a large scale. Do it no. as a, just a day, like a bit of a pop culture celebration. Yeah. I'm sure there's local artists near you or within driving distance who yep. can come up and promote it. Yeah. Do a bit of a signing or something like we'll that. We'll come up and we'll do a signing. Maybe even tie it in. If you've got a comic book store in your town, um, or if you are a comic book store owner, maybe you could tie it in with Free Comic Book Day or something yeah. like that. It's Why not? a great way of promoting pop culture yeah. and, uh, and also getting local comic book artists on board. That is fantastic. So we salute you, Wollongong City Library. So keep an eye out. You can go along Comic Gong, it's called, and uh, they have got a Facebook page. And I think if you go to the Wollongong City Library's uh, website, you should be able to find information on there. So give give them a round of applause, Gingy.
Fantastic. And, and and when we get more information, we'll give it straight to you. We'll keep you updated we out there. We will indeed. Um, have you got anything else to add to the show, sir? Know, Are you done? Are you tired? Mm. You look like you're dr- drifting off on me. You reckon? Yeah. See, you know what I think you need? What? Are you ready for this? Mm? Retro, Retro Review! Review! Retro Review this week. I brought this DVD in. It's one we actually bought uh, when I was in America the first time. With look you. at your eyes sparkle now that you're doing a Retro Review. You've, you've Perked up again. It's a superhero DVD. Yes. Blank Man. Blank Man. Damon, I've never seen it. Damon, I'll, I'll give it to you and, and you can watch it. You sure? It, uh, Damon Wayans. Um, it's also got David Alan Greer. If you have ever seen um, Sergeant Bilko. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, in yeah. that. And it's also got um, Jason Alexander from Seinfeld's in it as well. Is he? Well, he's got a pretty good cast. Uh, Blank Man. Okay. Uh, Give me the rundown, didn't uh, you? I get. Okay. Um, I think it's it's middle America. Yep. In a main city, um, crime, corrupt, police are not being paid, so yep. it's just going to shit. And this geeky guy yep. decides to played by Damon Wayans. Yeah, yep. decides to become a superhero. Is he wearing <coughs> bright yellow washing up gloves? Yes, and he's also wearing like um, uh, long underwear, red underwear, like yeah. the old kind of winter underwear. Because in it, he plays like you know, he's a, he's he's just a guy that's smart, but he yep. doesn't have a lot of money, so he's just got he makes gadgets out of you know household items and stuff. No wonder this appeals to you because you've always been a bit of a makeshift MacGyver, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, but it, you know what? It's a good, fun, wholesome movie. Yeah, pro- pro- probably not that wholesome, but. It's a good, good movie. It's not that wholesome, you tell me. Well, Is there swearing in it? There, there's, you know, well, low, it's, it's, low it's, level violence and sexual it's references. M15 plus, so that's, yeah, I guess you can get away it's, with that. It's, it's based for people that it's are It's not a kid's movie, is no. what you're saying. No. What would you give it out of five? Geeks Peak rating. You know what? Probably about a four. Four out of I five. Really, I really enjoy this. And the very first time I remember seeing anything about it was yep. in a wizard. Wizard magazine. Way back when. Oh shit! I remember you you brought the the wizard to, to school and and I'm and I was flicking through it. Hey, went, hey hey hey! You make it sound like I was bringing drugs to school. I did that as well. But, <laughs> uh, you mean when I used to bring the because I used to get wizard magazine yeah. every month and I'd yeah. bring it to school. I'd read it at home. I'd bring it to school. You'd read it on lunch break yeah. and that kind of thing. And you know because look, we were fucking cool geeky motherfuckers <laughs> in high school. Man, we used to read wizard at school. That's yeah. right. Woo. Yeah, represent. And I remember... I, I rem- I- Ginge, that is why you got picked on in high school, fuck yeah. I remember that we we, that we had no way of seeing this movie because it, it didn't come it didn't to come our to town. didn't come to our cinemas, did it? I didn't. When I was on holidays in Brisbane, I noticed that it was actually out for one week yeah. at the cinemas down there. Yeah, and you didn't get a chance to go I missed it down there. You had to wait for it to come out on VHS. It was like 12... 12 months later before yeah. it hit VHS. 12 to 2 years later by the time yeah. I actually got to see it in Australia. I, I love it. Yeah? I love How it, long man. ago did you last watch it? I, I actually put it on last night. Did you? Well, while it, you were editing? Yeah, yeah. And I just had it on in the background and I... Is that why it took you so long get... to get the fucking video out this week? Because you were sitting there trying to edit and you turn around watching that instead. Yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job. Where can people go and find our latest video? YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Doctor Who. Yeah, with the interview with Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. But I tell you what, no, kudos to you, mate. You've done a good job on that Thanks, video. Man. And you're the kind of guy, when you edit, you've got to have something happen in the background, yeah. haven't you? Do you yep. Is music good enough or has it got to be like TV I, or... No, well, see, I've got the, the big screen TV. I say big screen TV. Yeah. It's a big TV. It's an old-fashioned CRT TV. It's not this newfangled plasma screen. Oh, stuff. you are so old-fashioned. 
Um, but I just, I'll, I'll just have something on in the background just to, you know, yeah. Because you'll, you'll be rendering or you'll be doing effects, and you've got to wait for them to finish, and yeah. you got to have something there to, to bide your time. So that's what you do. Yeah. You know, when I'm doing paperwork and stuff like that, yeah. um, or if I'm writing a script, I'll have music on. If I'm writing a script, yes. if I'm in the if I'm in the office, yep. I, I'll I, have it out in the lounge room playing. Yep. Yep. So it's, it's not super loud. It's not right near me. Yeah. That and whiskey. That, that's what I used to to write. You, music and whiskey. Do Do you do the thing where I, I know a couple of friends of mine when they're writing a script, they they pick music like uh, theme music to to movies. No. The orchestral score music. Do they? And they'll they'll go okay. The, this part that I'm writing now yeah. is action based, or it's romance based, or it's mystery based. Mm. So they'll they'll pick a couple songs and push play on them, so that you you know mentally you're in that genre. I don't because what I use I just use like regular regular music. Yeah. Okay, and what happens with me is certain lyrics, certain songs will trigger either memories or trigger ideas of like me picturing. Like um, parts of that song being played out, or yeah. there'll be dialogue in that. So there'll be a cool line of dialogue that I'll then come up with a scenario from. So that'll be in there. So some of the dialogue in the films is influenced by music, like yeah. certain songs. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, you know, like, the, and don't laugh. The short film that we'll be shooting next year mm-hmm. that I wrote a, a couple months ago called Transi- uh, Transition. Yep. Was actually inspired by a Backstreet Boys song. Uh, no, no, don't get me wrong. Don't start fucking laughing, Jim. Oh, I, you know honestly, what? I'm no. going gonna, gonna to give you Hanson's uh, Mbop, and no, you're going to write hey, something. Hanson became good. Uh, they did. I, I, I'm, I'm not no doubt about that. I'm not a fan of Mbop, though. No, what happened? I honestly, hand on heart, I do yeah. not own any Backstreet Boys on my iTunes. I don't own any CDs. Allegedly. I don't. Yeah. Um, but this song was. I had the radio on this day. Yep. And the song came on, yeah. and um, uh, what's I can't think of the name of the song. Tell me the reason for, for, for being be- like, yeah, really? That, that, that oh, was the song. What? That was the song. Oh. And and then look, because I I'm listening to it, and then what happened was I went in my mind. I went, that used to be a great film clip. Yeah, and it was it was when it came. It was kind of cinematic. Like I looked at it, and went, that was cool. So what I did, I then YouTube the film clip. Yeah, watched it, and I went, oh, okay, cool. So then I listened to other music, but that film clip yep. and that song kept coming back in my head. Yep. and it is the inspiration for the short film we'll be working on next year. Transition. It's only a short film, but it. it is inspired and some of the look so, I'm so going the, for is based on that film clip. So the themes of that song kind of resonated and just took yeah. on a life of its own. Yep. Mm, yep. Okay. So that's how I get inspired. I don't use orchestral music or soundtrack yeah. music or anything like okay. that. Um, and I'll listen to a mix. I might have some Dean Martin playing in the background. I yeah. might have um, some blues. I might have some country rock, uh, you know, old classic 80s fucking Australian pub rock and yep. stuff like that. Yep. But there are songs that just influence me, and that's that's where, and that's when I'm writing. I've got to have music playing. Yeah, yeah. If I'm writing, um, I, and I, I go in the zone. Yeah, I get this thing that if I'm working on something, there needs to be music. There needs to be something going on in the background. Yep. I don't know whether it's weird, but in my head, I, I, I noticed it ever since I was like a teenager that if there is no sound whatsoever, that my brain will start fast forwarding the sounds that I'm hearing. Really? So, so it'll it'll almost feel like I'm. Moving in slow motion because, like, I guess my hearing gets like you know you know yeah, like yeah. if you cut your tongue off, then your other senses will start getting. Never tried to cut my tongue off, Ginge. But if you know where I'm going, though. no, I don't actually. Well, if you if, <laughs> if I was if I was to stick my fingers in your eyes and make you blind right at the moment, you would you said you other... fuck. Why would you do that to me? Because then you'd be dead, Evil. Then you'd be Ben Affleck. Fuck. 
I see. Uh, it's a reach, but I see where you're going there. Then your other senses so, sort of heightened a bit. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it... If Why I, are you getting closer than me? Don't you fucking poke <laughs> me in the eyes, Ginge? All I'm saying is, yeah, uh, uh, it, there needs to be music or else my brain starts going a million miles an hour and starts imagining things and, and going That's weird. why I used to take drugs, Ginge. That's what they're great for, yeah? okay? Yeah, do that shit. You want me to hook you up with... I know people. Do you? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, drink. Drink some booze and, and, and do your stuff. Yeah, and actually, no, you know what? No, no. My shit's weird enough. It is, actually, alcohol, yeah. You, you steer clear of it, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll drink enough for the two of us. Okay. Anyway, that uh, brings us to the tail end of the show. Ginger, where yes. can people find all our stuff? Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV, YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia, at Geekspeak AU and Geekspeak AU at gmail.com. Fantastic. I tell you what, we might have to do a little thing on the the Facebook page and ask other people out there, creative people, how yeah. do they get inspired? Do they play music or do they have movies on when they're doing stuff? Yeah. What do they do to get in, hit, get inspiration and hit that magical zone where you just start creating stuff of your own? Because so we might post, might post that up. The worst thing is, is when you get writer's block or, or, or just idea block. Yeah, it doesn't usually happen to me because I'll just drink more. <laughs> and then the shit really comes flying out. Um, anyway, Ginch. Not, and not, not so much out of your mouth either. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Ginch, thanks for joining me on the podcast tonight. Thank you very much. Wake up, on pots and pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Remember, you're listening to Geek Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and TV series. Stay geeky.